Welcome to R&R, Relationships in Real Estate. Happy almost new year. I'm your host, Chris Silva, and with me is my beautiful wife and co-host, Corey Silva, the real star of the show. Oh, please. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here on R&R. Chris and I are the owners of Silva Realty, Silva Lending, and Silva Property Management, and we've been in the real estate and mortgage industry since the early 2000s. We're super excited to have you all here with us today on our pre-Happy New Year show. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. And welcome to the final week of December, the best month of the entire year, the final week of 2023, and the final episode episode of season three of our little podcast. I can't believe it's here. How does the end of the year got you feeling? How do you feel? I'm I'm excited about the new year coming up. Like I, I want to shift into preparing, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm still holding on to like this. The kids are home from school. I'm holding on and, and enjoying that. So I, I feel good. I feel happy. I'm, I'm excited about the new year, but I'm, I'm enjoying the end of the year. As you should take it all in because before you know it, they'll be back to school and then we won't be able to see them all day. (laughs) Well, we're all dressed up to celebrate our little New Year's Eve special, which lands on a Sunday this year. So New Year's Day is a Monday. I can't tell if that's poetic or some kind of bad omen for the new year. How many people are going to call out that Monday morning? Ooh. That's, I'm sure a ton of people are calling out Monday. Oh, I know. People what a way to start not... the new year, right? Just call right? out sick. I know. What do people really, I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of people have the day off, but some people, you know, still have to go in. I think companies need to already be prepared for that. There's a lot of slave driving companies out there that still make their employees work. Probably. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people calling in sick for sure, which it's a great time probably to go to Disneyland. I bet you there's going to be like nothing, nobody on the road. Nah, I think it'll be busy. Will it? All the big holidays, people think it's not going to be busy, and then it's super crazy. And it's nuts. And it's probably already booked out, because people like to start the new year with all that magic. I mean, you can look the day of. 1201 is when you need to look, right? Maybe we'll get all those cancellations that came in. Maybe, maybe. Just throwing it out there. Mm -mm. The ball drops. It's time to get on that Disney app. Maybe. I'm going to look into it. Well, does anyone have any fun New Year's Eve plans? Um, Are you going out of town? Any parties you're going to? Are you hosting your own party? Is anyone lucky enough to make it to Times Square in New York? Who wants to do that? I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, obviously, we watch every year you watch it for a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. The, The ball drop. Just to be in those sea of people, it's not my thing. Like, if I was in New York at that time, I'd probably want to be watching it from a view somewhere right Mm -hmm. i want to see the ball in the view but not down with all the crazies i mean yeah i don't think that doesn't sound like a good time to me (laughs) at all like i love new york but for new year's eve nope i'm good same thing with vegas because i know a lot of people like to go to vegas for new year's but i heard it's like chaotic yeah i'm not trying to start my year off with a with a hangover yeah i don't want that either it'll sleep so early now i know we're so old and boring (laughs) Uh, no, <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> well, how are we going to spend our New Year's Eve? I'm pretty sure we're going to the Primos, right? Yes. So we ha- we're lucky enough to have really good friends. And all of our, f- this this group of friends is from high school, from my high school, from Van Nuys. And everybody has kids. And just by some miracle, all the kids get along. Mm-hmm. It's really tough. When you got like five different groups of friends and they all have kids, for all the kids to get along, that's kind of unheard of. No, they all get along so well. It's going to be a lot of fun. Everybody's going to have a good time. So, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Me too. I think we were in Hawaii last year. So we we, we, were. we missed the Primo's party. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, when does winter break end is the question that I've been getting a lot of. And we are lucky enough to have our kids on winter break until the end next, of next week. The end of next week, yes. So they go back to school the week after the first of the year. And, um, you know, I don't know about everybody else's kids. Let us know. Are they really taking advantage of this and milking it and staying up super late and enjoying their winter break? Because our kids are. This So it's strange because, um, you know, as parents, you see your kids go through these growth spurts, mm-hmm. right? Whether it be emotional or physical. And this is like a growth spurt for Santino because 
even when he has the opportunity to stay up late, family dinners, he could stay up as late as he wants, right? He used to go to sleep like around 9, 9.30. He right. doesn't care that the whole family's there. He doesn't care how much fun he's having. He's like, it's my bedtime. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. But this bit, this kid's been partying lately. He has been. These kids stayed up till, what was it, 2.30 in the morning on Christmas? On Christmas, they stayed up till 2.30. Oh, my gosh. They have so much fun together. <sighs> him, and his co- him, Nola, and their cousins. And then him and his sister, too, just by themselves. Yeah. I came in yesterday. I took a picture of them because they were upstairs in the room. I, I can't remember why they were in the bedroom. I think they were taking a shower, and then they just hung out in there. It's because we were working, and we needed them to be quiet while we were working. I come in there, Santino's cuddling his sister, right? And then I, I'm doing some stuff. I come back in there again, and then it's switched. She's cuddling on him. They just love each other, and They're the I cutest. love that. Me, too. I love their relationship. Well, this past week was super eventful. My goodness. Does, is everyone else feeling the same way, like Christmas hangover? Because I felt like there was so much going on in the past week. Everyone is rushing around trying to get ready for Christmas or whatever holiday they're celebrating. And then it all happens, right? And those days, there, there's a lot that goes into it. And then you get to enjoy it. And then oh, it's like you could breathe again. I, th- I think more than not, I think moms feel it the most because, I mean, the, like there's certain things that we're responsible for as dads, you know, mm-hmm. but the mom, you, you do so much. The already, moms bring the magic, right? Yeah, you already do so much, but like I think around like Christmas time, like, you know, even though I did help with the wrapping. Yes, you did. Thank you very but much. But most of the time it's moms doing 90% of the wrapping, right? Mm-hmm. Doing everything, really. Buying sure. the gifts. Luckily, you helped out with the gifts this year. You picked up a bunch of them, pretty much. The majority, majority of the kids' of gifts. The kids gifts, but right. like everybody else's, well, you weren't having that. No. And I had to go out and get some extra kid gifts. So, yes, it it was a bunch of uh, preparation. There's always a lot to do, right, when it comes to the holidays. Well, Evelyn is here with us. Hey, Lulu. She said, want to come on and say hi while the kids are dealing the cards. Laugh out loud. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Evelyn is our sister, and she's at home right now with the kids, and they're playing cards. Yeah, because I think uh, Grandma and Papa are in Vegas, right? No, just Grandma. Oh, Grandma's partying right now. (laughs) My dad said, I'll be doing what I like to do, working, (laughs) and Mom will be doing what she wants to do, going to Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well... This past week was pretty crazy because of Christmas, but we also had a three-day storm. It was raining, cats and dogs. It's so funny because it's 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 such a blur that I don't even remember this three-day storm. You don't remember the three-day storm. So how did everyone handle the rain? Clearly, it didn't affect Chris because he doesn't remember it. Um, there was some flooding and crazy traffic and some fog if you were driving at night. We were driving in that on our way back from Disneyland, and that was kind of scary. Um, the forecast says we haven't seen the last of it. It's going to rain on Saturday this week. So if you need to, make sure to check your tire pressure, change your windshield wipers, and be sure to stay safe because it's scary out That's there. That's some great advice because when do people change their windshield wipers? When it's too late. Yes. When they can't see a damn thing out of their window. When it's scraping up your window because it's so worn out, the little metal pieces make a little line etching into your glass. Right. And Oof. simple things like that, like check, checking the tire pressure, go do that stuff. Yes. Knock it out so that way you don't have any problems. Because if you are going out for New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. hopefully the, the weather is okay. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're not dealing with rain too, but there's going to be so many drunkards out there. I know. And that's why we don't really like to go anywhere, but, you know, we, we're super extra careful, like play, driving very defensively when it's New Year's Eve. Yes. Well, I experienced the rain because I was out shopping in it. Ah. And you have to dodge puddles and get all this stuff. But the good thing about the rain is it kept people home. So it wasn't too crowded. I went like three days before Christmas to finalize all our shopping lists. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yes. Well, this past weekend was also full of holiday cheer. Sunday was Christmas Eve. And of course, Monday was Christmas Day. How did everyone celebrate? Leave us a comment and let us know how your Christmas went. A lot of cultures out there celebrate and open presents on Christmas Eve. And some do it on actual Christmas Day. We have... um, the opportunity to celebrate both days. So let us know what you did. I love hearing about it. I've loved all the pictures that people are posting with their families. It's so sweet. Spanish culture is big on celebrating Christmas Eve. Right. Which is, it's great because, you know, 
our siblings end up ha- hanging out with their significant others' mm-hmm. families on Christmas Eve, and then they come to our house Christmas Day, which I love. Yes. But for Christmas Eve, this year was pretty cool. We went to a new place. Mm-hmm. We went to your Auntie Barb's um, boyfriend's house, which right. we've never been there before. And man, they hosted a huge party. I don't know how many people were there. There was there probably like over people. 60 people there, I think. I think there was over 60, maybe 70 people there. There was a lot of people there. So they had the whole inside set up and the outside, which was nice because the kids got to play and um, everyone was comfortable. You weren't like stuck in one little spot trying to, you know, maneuver and eat your food. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And my aunt really outdid herself. She was such a great host. Great host, great company, good food, mm-hmm. no complaints. I got to see the Cowboys lose on Christmas, which, <laughs> Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Which I'm not a big Cowboy hater, um, but there's just so many Cowboy fans in L.A. that it's nice to give them a hard time when they lose. I think you liked it the most because my cousin Shane is the biggest Dallas fan, and you just like seeing him like be defeated by it and make fun of him. <laughs> no, nah, I just like to give him a hard time. It's yeah. it's not like I enjoy his pain or anything. I'm a Raider fan, so we see a lot of pain too. You know yes. what I mean? But um, it's it's a good time to give those guys a hard time because Cowboy fans always think their team's like going to win the championship every year, and every year they're, they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious because, um, I don't know, I'm a little guilty, but I want to know, is anyone else like me when you go to holiday get-togethers? Are you the type of person who is like a little skeptical about who made the food? Like, oh, who made this dish? Because, you know, everyone brings a dish to share. Well, in in our family, they do. But I'm like, who made that dish? I'm going to know if I like it or not. Because if it's my family members, okay, I know. But if it's someone I don't know, I'm a little scared. Like, what did they put in that dish? Is it good? (laughs) You know what? I don't know if if it's because of COVID, um, you know, the shutdown and everything. But I do look at food that's just laying around out in the open, buffets, all that stuff. I look at it way different through a different <laughs> lens now. And I'm not interested in eating that stuff. Really? I, yeah. And it, it, it's nothing against whoever prepared it. You know, right. I know a lot of work went into it, right? If it's sitting out in the open and it's been sitting there for, if I didn't see it get put out mm-hmm. and I don't know how long it's been sitting there, I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> I'm not. Not trying to get sick during the holidays. Right? Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that'd be horrible. There are so many people who are sick during the holidays. I feel bad for people who get sick yeah, during the and holidays. Then, and then, like, let's just a step further. If you don't know who prepared it, I don't know their hygiene at home, right? <laughs> I don't know if they, you know, scratched their butt right before they touched the food. Stop. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. These are the things that go through my head, right? Like, I don't know if they... I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how often they wash their hands. I don't know what they touched before they prepared the food. Like, yeah, yeah I'm not I'm not interested in uh, eating stuff like that. <laughs> I'm just, just, so I have a feeling you're not alone. So that, that's why I tell you, like, every time we go to a party, Corey is an artist with the, the charcuterie board. Thank you. She brings the board. I know I'm going to eat that. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I'm eating that, and I'm going to grub it really fast before anybody gets to it. Before, before other people put their grubby hands on it. Before all the grubby hands are over there. I don't know who's double dipping, right? Like, <laughs> you just don't know. You really don't. You know, and the same thing with our kids. Like, we always bring something for the kids so we know they're going to eat something. Right, right, right. right. And then I'm not going to lie. I eat before I get there. Dang. <laughs> anywhere. That's anywhere. That's, that's not just, anywhere. That's not, has nothing against this family get-together. Any get-together. The food was actually good. It was. That was nice, but I... I, I don't know. I just wanted to share that because I think a lot of people are like that. Or like if, I don't know. If something's Sometimes coming out I'm of the like, oven, you know what's going to be good, right? Like yes. there was like um, pork came out of the oven. There's mac and cheese came out of the oven. Potato came out of the oven, right? Like these are things that are wrapped. Like even if they did touch it before, it got cooked. That all, any Anything in there is probably dead. Any uh, bacteria, right? Um, I'm fine with that stuff, but like... I don't know, other stuff like fruit that's just hanging outside, like mm. <laughs> dips, dips specifically. I'm like, mm, not having that. <laughs> <laughs> well, did um, after we had Christmas Eve, we came home, right? And I don't know about you all, but do you wrap your presents ahead of time for your kids to enjoy throughout December and see them under the tree? Or are you the family that waits till the night before to wrap all their gifts? Um, we kind of were halfway in between. We got most of the wrapping done. I would say like half of it, 
But our kids, since, since they're on winter break, they're always like hanging out with us. We didn't have any time to wrap gifts um, and actually finish them up. So we just sent them upstairs as soon as we got home from Christmas Eve and said, go watch a movie. Mommy and daddy have to wrap your presents. Because we I don't want to be up them. till like two o'clock in the morning wrapping. Well, we haven't been able to outlast them. They've been staying up so dang late. I know. That by the time they go to bed, we're tired. We're done. Yes. We tapped out for the day. So we haven't been able to stay up later and wrap. So they had about half their presents. And then, you know, we don't do it because we're worried about the kids shaking the presents and all that stuff. I could only speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for you. I do it later because I procrastinate on it. I'm like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. And then I'll, I, get, tomorrow, to it. I'll yes. get to it. It never comes. Um, but I think it's fun and exciting for the kids to shake their presents. Mm -hmm. And like, I never see our kids do it, but I hope they do. Yes. It's part of like the, the, the excitement. The, yeah. The, the experience of, you know, holiday season, Christmas time. Yes. Well, um, we also got to celebrate the next day, right? On Christmas day. So once we got everything out, Got everything What prepared. a way to celebrate. So let me just paint the picture, right? So Santino came into the room early. Mm -hmm. Nola was out. That girl is sleeping beauty. She will sleep till 11 if we let her. Right. She, she's 12 hours out. Mm -hmm. She likes to sleep. Um, Santino was in there early, wanted to go downstairs. And then as we're having breakfast, I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, my goodness, it's 10.03. The Raiders are on. Mm -hmm. Raiders played on Christmas Day. Like, they played Kansas City, the defending Super Bowl champs. Nobody expected them to win. They were like 11-point underdogs. Man, they went to Kansas City and punched those dudes right in the mouth. Um, you should hear the coach, Antonio, Antonio Pierce, saying, I wanted them to be violent um, and and put their squeeze their throat. Yeah, speaking this, – so this is the old Raider way. This old violent um, defensive teams. Oh, wow. That's how football should be played. Oh, wow. Yeah, Absolutely. And okay. the Raiders, the quarterback passed for like 62 yards. Like any one of us can go and suit up and pass for 62 yards. Not really, but it's really bad. Mm -hmm. And they still went in there and won because they had two defensive touchdowns. It was the best game, best way to, for me to start my, uh, my Christmas mm -hmm. with the Raiders victory. I got what I wanted. Wow, you had that Christmas miracle. That it was a Christmas miracle because <laughs> they haven't done that in I don't I don't know the last time they went into Kansas City and beat them like that. It was great. That was nice. So I got what I wanted for Christmas. Did you get? What I got you what I wanted for Christmas. My kids, our kids, super excited about uh, Christmas morning, and them coming down and just seeing them so excited about their gifts, and seeing that Santa came and ate their cookies that they made them with Grandma. Um, and that the reindeers got their little goodies with candy canes and carrots. So they were super excited about that. And um, having our sister home with us, was, which is amazing. So we had a nice Christmas morning. And Lily Lolly Candy. And Lily Lolly Candy went back to the North Pole. She left a little note. She left them a little note. She did a snow angel and some sugar. So let them know that she had a great time this year and she can't wait to see them next year. So, yes, the magic will continue all throughout the year. It was a great morning. We had so much fun. And um, as if that wasn't enough, you know, the kids love their gifts. They got what they wanted from Santa. They were super excited about that. Um, I got an amazing gift as well that I got to share with one of our buyers, which was that their offer got accepted who doesn't want to get a house for Christmas? That is so amazing. So I got to deliver amazing news on Christmas Day and let my clients know that they got their offer accepted and we opened escrow. So congrats to our buyers. I'm super excited for them. I don't know if that's a silver realty first, but it might be. I don't think we've ever It is a silver realty escrow on a first. I mean, we didn't open escrow, but you got offer accepted in writing on Christmas Day. Yes. That well, is... because if escrow had been open, it would have been open, but they opened it the next day. Right. And um, within the next month and a half, our clients will be in their home, which I'm so excited for them. I'm so excited for them, and I'm so excited for you. Are you 100% full force back into it, showing property to everybody? Can people call in and say, you know what? I don't want to really want to deal with Chris. I want to work with Corey. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> I would love the opportunity to help our buyers. It's so much fun. That I mean, that's pretty special. It is. It is. 
Oh, I'm excited. All right, all Yay. right. We're starting this new year <laughs> off right. Yes, we are. Well, we got what we wanted for Christmas, right? It's it's the little and the big things, right? Did your kids get everything they wanted from Santa this year? Did you get everything you wanted from Santa? Um, were there any ungrateful ones in your family? Man, there, there are a lot of videos going around this year of kids that didn't get what they want. Oh, my gosh. And they yeah. are upset. There are some kids out there, and I've been seeing these videos, too. There are a lot of videos going around of kids getting upset that they didn't get this PS5. I mean, aside from the PS5, other things, too. But, I mean, come on. Maybe you shouldn't have got any gifts for those kids if they're going to be acting like that. Yes. Maybe a lump of coal. <sighs> Yes and no. So I've even seen those videos of kids opening up gifts and every single gift they open up is lumps of coal. That's kind of sad. But yeah. like, why, what were they doing all year to earn that? I get it. But you think that, like, I don't know, the parents filming that stuff? I mean, that tells you a lot, right? They're learning, from, learning it from somewhere, right? Like, right. your kids are like that because you're filming them opening up presents with lumps of coal in it. That's terrible. You know what's really sad? These videos of people who are filming their kids and the Grinch pops out and scares <laughs> the life out of these little babies, like toddlers running around terrified of the Grinch. And the Grinch isn't just like, boo, at first. He's like, boo, and then chases them like, I'm going to get you. And they're like terrified, He's shaking. Like, There's a video where who does that? this toddler's probably like four years old, three to four years old. And, you know, is on the oh, ground, no. like kicking and screaming. And the Grinch is grabbing him by his foot and dragging him across the, the living room. And then there's other kids. And they, they, they film like these other kids' reactions. And they're like terrified, they're screaming terrified, and crying. They're terrified, shaking and crying. Why would you do that to your and kids? And the, the adults are laughing and filming. Like you see everybody else filming. I'm like, uh, yeah, you're the problem. That's why you have these kids who be deserving lumps of coal because who does that to their kids? Gave their kids all kind of PTSD. <laughs> kids are like 11 years old, peeing the bed. Oh I, my god! They want to see. They, they want to go to school and talk to the counselor. Like they hear jingle bells and they go and like start <laughs> crying. Like what the heck? They're just scared of the color green. They just start crying every time they see the color <laughs> oh green. God. Now you can't do this to your kids. I don't what understand what is wrong with people. Like seriously, that they're insane. That's not what the holidays are about. That I could see like our gen, our parents doing that, like. That generation, like that's that's a generation to go like to do cruel things to your kids. I, we're past that, I think. No, there's some cruel people out there in this <laughs> world. Oh my goodness! Well, Soul is here with us today. Hey, Soul, thank you so much for joining us today. She said, "In grateful little things, these are the parents of the ungrateful kids." It's so true. It is so true. Yeah. No, oh my goodness! I get I get teaching your kids a a, a lesson. But no, that's taking it too far. Yeah, and, and you got to remember, though, like, these kids got ungrateful. They learned it from their parents. Right. Right? Simple little things, like, every single meal that you prepare at our house, mm -hmm. what's the first thing I say? When thank, you, thank you for this wonderful comida. Mommy. Mommy. And, and I say it first, time. and now the kids say it first, right? Because Some, they're so used to A lot of the times, they just thankful. say it on their own. They say it on their own. So they're used to being thankful for what they have, mm -hmm. you know? You remind your kids when they forget to say thank you, you remind them to say thank you. Right. And and that is how you teach your kids to be grateful for things. Yes. But when you're doing stuff like this, like scaring them with the Grinch and like, I mean, that's a learned behavior, right? And then they're just reinforcing that negativity. Well, what do you think those kids are going to do? They're just going to pass down those experiences to their kids when they're older and scare them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so terrible. It's so terrible. Well, um, who loves hosting holiday get-togethers? I love hosting people at our home all the time. It's so much fun for me. And um, Christmas we hosted for our family, which was nice. Um, but I'm just curious because a lot of work goes into it. And I get joy out of seeing everyone having a good time. So it, even though I'm tired, it doesn't really affect me until like the end of the day. But who else loves doing it? Um, I would love to hear about it. I mean, you know what's so weird is we used to always host. Mm -hmm. Specifically before we had kids, we would host all the time. Right. Right. Like uh, parties, fights, yes. big, big um, sporting events. Right. And 
we would have, I remember one time for, for uh, Thanksgiving potluck, I counted over 100 people that stopped by our house. I know, it was crazy. It wasn't all at the same time, but there was always like at least 50 people at our house. Mm-hmm. Our house is not that big. No, I don't know how they all fit in there. Garage, Because now that we have kids and stuff, it's like, whoa, I don't know even how that happened. Well, because it multiplies now. Because now if you even have like 10 friends at your house and they all got two or three kids, boom, there yes. you go, you know? So it multiplies. But um, I love hosting. I've, I've always had a good time hosting. Um, I'm... I don't do the cooking though, so that yes. falls on you. But I'll pick up the food if I got to go get some food, and I'll do dishes and I'll throw out the trash. But like, I think it again falls mostly on Mama Bear over yes. there for the hosting. Well, I don't know about you all. Do you have any traditional foods that you eat on Christmas Day? I didn't have anything prepared in my mind. I was just like, hmm, I guess I'll just throw something together. But I was craving tamales and, um, on the group chat for our family, they're like, what are we going to have? Should we bring something? And I was like joking around, you should just bring some tamales. But it was like literally a day before. So there's no way they were going to order get those any. things ahead of time. You have to order them ahead of time. But I was really craving them. But I'm so happy I put that in the universe because we had like literally in two or three hours after I put that in the universe, Iris and Rudy showed up at our door with tamales, and I was so happy. She makes these homemade tamales. She's from Guatemala, and they're so delicious. Um, But we got into this debate because I love those tamales, and I was telling uh, Iris, like, oh, my goodness, these we tried making tamales one year. I really want to do it again. And she was like, oh, what kind did you make? And I told her we made the Mexican ones. Oh, you know, I put a lot more effort into my tamales than those ones. I was like, wow, it's competition time, right? Right. And so now it sparked a debate. We had this conversation with our family on Christmas Day. What tamales do you like better? Do you like the Mexican ones or do you like the Central American ones? Because there's a big difference, right? Like the ones from Mexico, they're wrapped in corn husks. So they're a little bit more, the masa is a little bit more dry. Whereas the ones from Central America, they're wrapped in banana leaves and the masa is more wet. Right. I love them both. I don't discriminate. I love them both. But you know, we had some big opinions and there was some like fighting words going across the table on Christmas Day over who had the best tamales. So I'm curious. Let us know in the comments. I want to hear about it. I know Sol is going to have an opinion about this because I stopped by her house to drop off a gift for her daughter, Sammy, who we love. And she was prepping her tamales. She was making pork tamales and they're Mexican ones. So um, let us know what you think. I'm going to take a look at these comments. We got a bunch of them on here. And it looks like Monica's here with us. Hey, Monica. Hey, friends. She said, hi, friends. And she said, I eat tamales and pasole. Mmm, yummy. But she didn't have tamales this year. Do you make them from scratch or do you do you do it with your mom? I'm curious and your family members. I'd love to hear about it. And if you're planning on making any time any of them anytime soon, I'm just saying I would love to have some. That is a wonderful gift. Oh, I thought you were going to offer to help. Oh, well, we're going to actually make some this week coming up. Really? Yeah, we already planned it. So for family dinner, we're going to they're going to come over early and we're going to make tamales this week. On Saturday. As in the girlfriends and wives, right? Yeah. I'm just curious. What, you want to help? No, no, no. I want to eat them, though. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Especially, we've made them before, and they came out delicious. So I'm really excited to make them. And um, who else is here? Oh, Valeria is here. Hola. Hey, Valeria. Hola. You still awake, girl? I saw Valeria at 5 a.m. this morning at Orange Theory, and we were getting it. Get the girls. Yes, we did. So good job on waking up early and hitting the gym. I am so proud of you. I was calling her out. I was like, you need to be at the gym. All right, gym. so this, this is this is big so, stuff here. So. so back to the tamales, okay? Because we're going to be having to go to the gym a lot after I eat all of these. She said she loves them both, but if I had to choose one, I have to say the Mexican ones. No, I know I know Valeria's got uh, salvian. Is she 100% salvi or is she— uh, I think she's 100% salvi. So that's a big statement. Coming yes. from somebody from Central America— that's choosing the Mexican tamales, right? Yes. That's a, that's a huge statement. So what, what is Monica saying? <laughs> Monica said, my mom makes them from scratch with Valerie. I just stuff them once they're done spreading the masa. Mmm, yum. Is she planning on making any anytime soon? 
We're always talking about food at jujitsu. Like, ooh, she was telling me about all these recipes the other day because it's like right around dinner time, so we're always super hungry. I'm not a I'm not a huge tamale guy, mm-hmm. but I like them like this time of year, right? Yes, but it's not something I would normally order, right? Like, right. like because you could go pick them up from um, what's that little place in Newhall on Main Street? Oh, Jasmine's. They you could pick them up ones. from Jasmine's. They make them year round, right? Right, and um, that's usually where we would get them from during the year, right? Yes. Like if you wanted some, I mm-hmm. I pick you up some. But I'm not a big tamale fan, but I do enjoy them. And I like, even though we were just talking about this, if it's for people that we know, <laughs> I do like ho- home-cooked tamales because there's more love and effort yes. that went into it, you know? So I'm excited to try those out. Well, get ready. This Saturday, it's on. We're going to make a whole bunch. Okay, I'm, I'm ready excited to go. about it. So, yeah, that leads me to why... Um, I, I'm just curious. You like Why do you like the Mexican ones more? Why? The, to me, they're not dry. Mm-hmm. I think the the Central American ones might be just like a little too wet for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but to reheat, they're not. Right. Right? Because, you know, they dry out after a while. They're usually wrapped in like aluminum foil or something like that. Right. And, and um, for, for me, the Central American ones might be better um, reheated. Mm-hmm. But I think if I had them right then and there, fresh. like fresh, I think the Mexican ones because it's it's just more of... It's a weird texture thing for me. Yeah. I think I, the texture I like a little bit better. Got it. Got it. Well, um, Valeria said I had to have a friend give me the Mexican tamales so I could get my fix. She's responding to you saying she's Salvi and why does she like the Mexican tamales? Which, yeah. That makes sense. Huge. And then she said, save me some, Corey. Okay, I'll save you some. Oh, boy. And then she said everybody loves it wet. Oh, wow. Okay, okay girl. Dang. All right. Merry Christmas, girl. <laughs> she's getting ready for that new year Happy real quick. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, girl. <laughs> well, um, Christmas Day and Christmas, actually, was it the day after Christ, Christmas Eve? We were playing Monopoly with Santino. So this is the, the beginning of Monopoly, meaning right. like he's been, that's all he wants to play. Actually, we started this last week. We played Monopoly three days in a row because, you the know, same that, game, right? that same game, you know, you got to take a break. It could take a long time. And we have things to do. And so. we don't even play with free parking. So like the old the OG rules when I was young is anytime you had to pay like, you know, community service, what, all these little things when you land on community yeah, service or chance. Yeah, the tax and all that stuff. You, the luxury tax of 75 bucks in between Park Place and Boardwalk. We used to put all that money into free parking. Who didn't? And then when you land on free parking, you, you take all paid. that money. Right. It was like then, the lottery. And then you started off with another 500 bucks. Right. But the problem playing that way is the game will never end. It will never end. Ever. Mm-hmm. So we don't play that with our kids because we want the game to end. Right. But Santino is stuck on Monopoly, which is great. He's kicked our butts mm-hmm. two games in a row, like not even close. Like right. he's just he's just the boss on on the board, right? But why? Is because he buys everything up. Yes. Right? He doesn't waste any time. He starts buying things. Which we were talking about this on the way here, right? Right. This is such a simple lesson in life. And it it, it, it correlates with real life so well. Right. Right. Because it, the last time we played Monopoly was me, you and the kids. Right. And for whatever reason, you had the worst luck where you could not land on anything to buy. I kept landing on everyone else's property. I'd have to pay rent or I'd be on the community. Um, and then what is it called? Community service, service, whatever. whatever it is. And then chance. I just kept landing on everything that I couldn't buy. And I was so irritated. I think I went around the board at least eight times. Right. Who and, does that? But you had you had you were flush with money because you you weren't buying anything, right? So you still had your money. I had money, but it was starting to dwindle, and I was like, I just want to buy property. And the the kid that bought up all the property and was broke most of the time. Yes. Ended up dominating, and this is this really takes us back to real life, right? Right. Because if you go your whole life without buying any property buying any real estate, eventually the cost of living, paying rents everywhere, your money just starts to fade right. and you kind of get left in the dust and, and you lose the game, the financial game, yep. right? Whereas if you're just buying property, yeah, maybe you're a little broke sometimes because you're right. buying property, you're leveraging, but at the end, you end up monopolizing, yes. winning the game and 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 being flush with cash later. You know, yes. you have to have that initial struggle up front, but such a great game to play with the kids. 
I'm going to have to grin and bear it and play it today because I told him I would. Right. So I'll be playing later today, but I, I'm only going to give him an hour, I think, of right. Monopoly. And then we got to switch it up to something else. Well, Nola's so funny because she was buying property and she had no more cash. And she's like, I'm broke. She says, I'm, I'm so poor. poor. I'm like, no, Nola, you're not. I'm like, you're rich with your properties. Look at all this, these properties you have here. And she's like, oh, okay. But it's funny because it led me to another thought on how people, you know, they buy a property and they think, oh my gosh, now I'm house poor. Oh no, I don't want to be house poor. Now I can't do anything. And then you came up with a pretty cool term. Would you rather be house poor or? Renters rich, right? Yes. Which not, not necessarily rich, but you have cash, right? right. And you ha- and you can do things. But the problem with that is, is most of the time, any job you work at, they don't give you the raises to keep up with inflation. Right. Right. At least when you have a home, your home is going to keep up with inflation because it's appreciating. Over time. You know, most years your home appreciates. Every now and then we'll have a market correction. Right. But I think out of like the last 70 years, there's been like four four down uh, years in the market. Mm-hmm. Every year it's appreciating. Right. The majority of the time. So you have to have real estate or else you just, it's really hard to keep up. Right. You right. know? So, yeah, I, I think it's a great game to play with the kids and it's, it's, it teach your kids now right. to, to do this in the future, to start buying property as soon as they can. Start investing. Uh, an interesting thing, too, I was talking to Chris about is when I used to play Monopoly while we were kids, I didn't understand the concept of the mortgage, right? Right. And I don't think a lot of people really dive into that because it's kind of a lot to explain to a kid for them to grasp that. But we've explained it to our kids. And it's to the point when I'm playing, I, I like to strategize. So, like, I'll mortgage my properties so I could buy more properties. Right. And that's such a good tip for real life, too. It's scary, though, right? Oh, of course it's scary. It's scary to it's mortgage. It's easier for me to do it in Monopoly because, yeah, it's, it's a game, right? Right. In real life, yes, it, it could be very challenging. Um, but then you end up getting rent from those properties on Monopoly, right? And you pay off the mortgages and look it. Then you sit pretty. Yeah. It's scary before it's not. And then all of a sudden you're balling. Yes. Yes. Well, um, getting back to Christmas and all the fun we had, because that was just one of the things we've done on our Christmas break is um, on Christmas Day, we did a white elephant game. Right. I don't know how many of you all buy gifts for everyone in your family. We have a huge family and we're like, nah, we can't do that. Really, it's all about the kids. So we focus on getting gifts for the kids and the adults. We do a white elephant game. So we had a cap of $25 on buying a gift, which that's a little challenging to try to find a good gift for 25 bucks, wouldn't you say? Well, not really, because you're the one finding them. So, <laughs> Chris so for me, like, it wasn't challenging for me. It wasn't me. challenging for me at all. So uh, and <laughs> let me just tell you that Chris did end up being the winner because his gift that he got on the white elephant were scratcher tickets. And how much money did you win? 80 bucks. He won $80, y'all. So it's 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 fun because I never get to scratch scratchers. Mm-hmm. One, I don't buy them. Right. Right. And then when we do get them as gifts, the kids want to scratch them. Of course. Right. So I I got um I stole the gift, mm-hmm. which that's the best part of white elephant. Stealing the gifts. Steal the gifts. So fun. It is fun. Right. Um, but our I think we had the fastest white elephant game of all time right there was like i don't know eight players or something like that right was it how many seven seven players seven players seven players and i think only one gift was stolen and it was me that scratchers i stole the scratchers right everybody else um was fine with their gift and the funny part was at the very end which is like the best number, right? Right. To have the last number, so the person that had number seven can pick whatever Every they, gift want, they want, and yep. they get to go home with it, right? Mm-hmm. She chose her own gift. She was like, "All your gifts suck. suck. I want mine. Thank you very much." <laughs> the gift that she brought for White Elephant, which was unopened, nobody had claimed it yet. She's like, "No, nah, I'm going to take this one. I already know what it is." She right? didn't want nobody else's gift. It's gifts. so funny how, like, during the hall. Anytime, but like during the holidays, you see people like, oh, no, I want this gift instead. Hey, it was to her. It was her prerogative. It, she want, I, She had the choice, so she got to do it. So I think it takes it back to having a $25 cap. Right. It needs to be upped because what can you really get for $25? Bucks? Pro- yeah, maybe at least 50 
um, if we had more people, mm-hmm. it would probably be fun too if we if we upped it a little bit more, right? And just kept it to couples, yeah, right. So then you're still and spending then you could the same game amount plan of money together. You game plan together, and it makes it fun that way. So we'll see next year if we can get more family members involved, like mm-hmm. maybe your parents and some other people. Then maybe we'll do it that way, right? Well, we our brother, he was just like all humbug. He was like, "What is this gift?" Like. He was like, what is this? He he got like workout stuff and he doesn't want to work out. It was so funny. Yeah, he got, you know, those little sliders that slide on your feet and hands. And it's so you could do like mountain climbers and, and stuff like, like that. like core exercises. Nobody's trying to do that shit. <laughs> right? But of course, leave it to Jocelyn, who's like a fitness influencer and yes. like works out three hours a day. She was like, that's a really good gift. It is a good gift. Nobody else thought so. I mean, if I <laughs> had it already been open, I probably would have stole it because that was a pretty cool gift. So we could just chill right next to our Peloton at the house, right? We're not trying to do those mountain climbers at home. That's what the gym's for. You go work out there. I'm not trying to do nothing at home. I want to chill at my house. Okay, you do you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, um, the gift that one of the gifts I bought, I actually ended up returning it for Lulu because I felt bad. We already have one of the gifts at home. So we were standing in line at Marshall's. I returned it yesterday so she could give, I gave her cash instead. Oh, man. I think our gifts just were blah this year. They were a little blah. You know what? And then- You know what I need to do? I need to go back to my inappropriate gifts. That makes it fun. Yeah. So I need to do that. You know what it is, is um, there has to be a gag gift in there. Yes. Like it's just an extra gift. You just throw it in there. It's, it's, it's like, you know, like I said, extra mm-hmm. and just throw it in there and you see what happens when somebody opens it up. And that, that makes it fun. Cause we've, right. pl- I've played before where somebody brought a gag gift mm-hmm. and yeah, that's when the antics ensue, right? Yes. Everybody's going nuts. Having it's a good time. so funny. Well, Valeria said we did a $50 max, which that's good. There's probably some good gifts. She said it was fun, but short lived. And she ended up with an echo dot. Ooh, that's well, a good one. Well, let me tell you, girl, that Echo Dot's $25 on sale Black Friday. Dang! So somebody didn't put it in that whole 50 <laughs> I hope it oh came with something gosh. else. Oh, my gosh. How do you know? You don't go shopping on there. I do go to... Actually, I do because you send me to but Best it, Buy to pick up those but gifts. But is it on sale? Maybe we've, it's a new version. I don't know, but we've bought those Echo gifts. That's why I know. Dang. I'm just saying. I'm just calling out whoever put that gift in there. She's making her feel all cheated. She did. She got Christmas. cheated. She got cheated. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, when does your family put away Christmas decorations? I think a good majority of people leave them up through New Year's Eve. But I've heard rumors that people leave them up till Valentine's Day. Oh, hell no. (laughs) There is no way. You got to move on. It's it's time to move on. Like, boom, New Year's comes. It's a different holiday. It needs to be cleared out. Like, I need a refresh. I need no clutter in my house. It is a new year. It's a new day. Listen, once Thanksgiving ended, pumpkin yes. spice lattes were done, right? <laughs> I don't want to hear about them until next year. Or the, the peppermint mochas were done on Christmas Fall season day. is done. Just like when when New Year's Day comes, Christmas is over. Yeah. That's it. it. Put your stuff away. Put those lights away. Which Maybe I need to go put those lights away today. I mean, he was already ready the day after Christmas. Should we just put our decorations away now? I was like, let's do it. And he was like, nah, I got to keep out my chunky tree. I love my tree so no, much. Well, because I want to put everything away except the tree. I just want to, because it still smells really it smells good. good. It hasn't dried out yet. Yeah. And I just want to enjoy it a little bit longer because it smells so good. It brings me, It makes me happy. I love that little chunky tree. <laughs> but I'm ready to take down all the stuff outside. We yes. can start there, right? That would be nice. We'll see what time we get home today. Yes, yes. Well, we will be making a trip to Costco. Hopefully it's not crazy. I don't New think Year's so. I, hope I think not. everybody's out of town. So how is your fitness journey going, sir? Uh, do you only have two classes left to hit two your hundred classes, classes for the year at jujitsu? Two classes left. Wow. Yeah. So we, there, it's open mat, mm-hmm. which means you just go there. They open up the gym for an hour and it's good and bad, right? It's good because you don't have to do the warmups. Mm-hmm. You're not drilling. Um, so, like, you could just kind of be lazy about it. We have, like, lazy Fridays where we could do that. Oh, wow. Uh, where we're not drilling. We're just, like, go right into rolling mm-hmm. with somebody, like, sparring with somebody, basically. Um, so, that's what Open Mat is. You just go and, and you just spar people. But the flip side to that is it's five-minute rounds. Mm-hmm. And if you're really, you know, trying to get a workout in and you're fighting for every five minutes, whew, that's, a, that's, that's a, a lot. That's a lot. It's, it's almost a bigger workout than the class, but... 
Who am I for? I'm, I'm, I'm taking breaks in between rounds. You got okay. this. Yeah, so two more classes. I'm planning on going tomorrow and Friday, and then that's a wrap. I hit my my goal. Yay. I'm excited about next year. Like, I already have goals for next year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have anything specific, but I definitely don't want to be so um, one-sided where it's just jujitsu and that's it, because that's what this year's been. Mm-hmm. I want to do jujitsu, yoga, and the gym. So, like, maybe two, two, and two, or two, two, and one, something like that. Nice. So I, I just want my body to feel right. Yes. Meaning like I don't want to be in pain with my leg all the time and my back. Maybe I think maybe if I lose like 10 pounds, it might help. Mm-hmm. I'm at like 178, get down to like 170, 168. I think it'd be great. Oh, look at you. Those are my goals. A true what, Dr. Seuss over here all, all rhyming. Was I rhyming? I wasn't even trying. <laughs> so what about uh, Orange Theory? What do you think for next year? Are you going to try to ramp it up? Are you going to try to incorporate some new stuff? Like, what are you going to do? I don't know. It's kind of crossed my mind. I'm thinking I might increase the amount of times I could go during the week or during the month because right now it's at eight. Um, and this past month and the month prior to that, I increased a lot of classes for the month and I was paying extra. So yeah, it has crossed my mind. And I do know that they're having a fitness challenge coming up, like a transformation challenge. And I think it's two months long. I don't know all the details yet. They haven't released it. But my girl Val and my friend Shanae are like, we have to do it. Okay, here's the but. The but is, didn't you prepay for something that expires at the end of January? I did not. That, That cardio bar or whatever, what is that called? Oh, no, I got a Pilates. It's a whole month of Pilates, Uh unlimited. So actually, I'm going to be incorporating that as well um, after the new year because I didn't want to do it during the new year, but I'm going to incorporate it. And then um, because I think that other challenge, the transformation starts in February because it's two, two months long. Okay. So February to March, I think she said it was. I mean, it's going to help you with your transformation anyhow, doing yeah. some, something extra, doing Pilates. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try out the Pilates. It's a month unlimited membership. So I'll see how that goes and see if I like it. But I've heard nothing about gr- but great things about Pilates. So I'm excited to try it out. Nice. It should be fun, challenging and fun. But that's okay. I got it. We're, we're here. We're going to do it. Well, Valeria made a comment in regards to the Echo Dot where you said they're only $25, not 50 She said, that better be the case. I'm checking the price out. Laugh out loud. You know she's on Amazon right now. <laughs> she's Googling it. How much is this Echo Dot? Do check out, though, um, what version it is. It matters what version because there's so many. Because if it's the newest version, then it's probably 50 bucks. But if right. it's like an old like generation one. You know, I'm just stirring the pot, too. Chris always likes to talk smack. <laughs> just, I'm just stirring the pot. I'm having a good time. Ay, ay, ay. Well, switching things to real estate, we opened a new escrow. Yeah. So you're back in action. Yes. I am so excited. We talked about that a little bit earlier in the show. We have a new escrow and got word of it on Christmas Day. It's a Christmas miracle. Everyone's getting gifts. And this particular family is getting a new house. I am so excited for them. Woo! Yes. Well, this is a huge transaction for us. It's amazing because it's going to be um, closing out at the end of January, early February. Because 45-day early February is when it's going to close. Plus, it's, it's, it's somebody that you, that's near and dear to your heart. Yes. To our heart, right? So it's, it's, you're helping family out. Yes. So like, that's always nice, right? So excited. So that. excited. Um, such a great, great neighborhood in Santa Clarita. Mm-hmm. It's like a premier neighborhood, nice gated community. Yes. Um, just super happy for them. Super excited to see, like, to be there for the summer parties, right? For the barbecues and all that stuff, the pool parties. It's going to be a great, great um, addition to their family. Yes, I am so excited. And this particular community and home in general is like, I drove up through that neighborhood was a few weeks ago because we've been negotiating this month. And um, wow, I was like, this neighborhood is so nice. I love it. You feel like you're in a different area. You don't feel like you're in California. It's just so, not that there's anything wrong with California because I love it, but it just doesn't feel like your typical neighborhood. It's so peaceful. It's so serene. I was telling Chris, man, something comes up in this neighborhood. We need to think about it because it's nice. You're so expensive, girl. (laughs) You're so bougie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bethy's here with us. She's got three big heart eyes and she said, are you talking about me? Little old me. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> oh. 
Am I well, allowed to? Well, she, I mean, she brought <laughs> it up. I mean, she brought it up, but yes. <laughs> Congratulations to Bethy. She got her offer accepted. Woo! Okay, here we go. Oh. Yeah. So these are our little party uh, blowers. I know they sound funny if you're not watching the show and you're just listening. But yes, I am talking about you. And she said, yes, you do need to move to that neighborhood. So I am super excited for her. And thank you for coming on the show and allowing me to release that information because I wasn't going to say your name. But <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm so excited for her. So this is going to be a huge start to our year. It's going to start off, kick off our January. And we have a bunch of buyers right now who are looking and sellers who are game planning. So yeah, we, we got are people very getting excited ready. about that. Like, what should we do to our house? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, we're thinking about selling spring, right? Should we remodel the bathroom? Like these type of questions. Right. So, you know, I go by the house. We talk about it. So we've had a couple of listing appointments um, where we're getting listing. It's just a matter of when we, we come out in the market. Uh -huh. So I, this is the time of year to be doing that stuff. It's great to get a jump on it now when it's a little bit slower. Yes. Right. Like because everybody, I think, in life takes their foot off the gas in between like, you know, the end of December. Yes. Right. To the, to the new year. And then it takes you like a couple of weeks once the new year starts to get get going. Yes. So it's a good time to have somebody like me or Corey go to your house, check it out, see, you know, what we got to do to get it ready for sale. When's the best time to sell? Um, all that good stuff. So great time. I just, it's such a fun, fun time of the year. It is. Absolutely. Well, um, rates have come way down. Now they're in the low 6% range, which is awesome. And uh, the feds have already come out and said that they're planning on doing multiple rate reductions coming up. Yeah, so they have the language out there. Some people are thinking they're going to reduce the rates three times this year. Some people think it's going to be five times this year. If they do it five times, it'd probably be an eighth every time, which is 0.125. Right. Which I think would push the rates into the low fives, which would be huge, right? right? Um even being in the low sixes is such a big deal, you guys. October, the rates were like eight and a quarter, eight and a half percent. Yes. Insane, right? right? To come down over 2% in two months is huge. So um, I think right now uh, I'm so happy for Bethy mm -hmm. because I think the market's going to heat up again. Yes. Um, as people, you know, get out of this holiday days, mm -hmm. right? The holidays. Mm -hmm. um, I think... They're going to jump right back on that wagon. They're going to say, oh, my gosh, when do these rates come down? Oh, now now we could afford to buy that house. Let's go look at these houses. And what does that mean? It's going to shoot up the prices again. The I just see it happen gonna, all over yes. again. I don't think that there's going to be enough inventory just like this 2023. Uh, there wasn't enough inventory where it's going to keep the prices up. Even when the rates were up, you know, 7 8%. We still had like a 5% appreciation across the board last year. Yes, which that's huge. With crazy high rates, mm -hmm. right? So I think if, if they dip down into low, they're already in the low sixes and they dip down in the fives, I think our appreciation go up to like 8 to 10% this year. Absolutely. So yeah, it's a it's, it's trying to get all our buyers into houses right now. Yes, for sure. Well, we have some comments while you're talking about that. And uh, I'm going to just scroll to see what they were really quickly. Um... Let's see. Beth put hashtag house broke. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. I already told you. I'm like, no, not house broke. You're going to be equity rich. Let me just tell you, because over time, real estate is always the way to go. You're always going to have appreciation over the long haul, right? Um, even if you experience a market where things start to drop down, it's always going to come back up. So I, I got to tell the quick 30 second story. Okay. We bought our house in 2007 for 560. Mm-hmm. The market crashed. We haven't had a crash. Those crashes happen like once every 30-something years, right? Right. If that. Mm -hmm. It was a historic crash. Mm -hmm. We lost $200,000 of our 560 value in two years. Right. Property went down to 360. If we go sell it right now, today, I think we can get anywhere between nine to 950 for a house. Right. So what as does long, that tell you? Yeah. As long as you're going to be in the house, you know, if you have to be worried about the pricing and all that stuff. If you're trying to make a quick flip, mm -hmm. but if this is the house, mm -hmm. you buy the house right? whenever you can, yes. you know, because over time, like you say, it's always going to be appreciated. appreciated. You're always going to be in the black. You're always going to make money. It's always a great investment. Absolutely. Well, Beth said, uh, we'll be really close to the food pantry. You need to stop, girl. 
She's sick because she's house broke. She's going to be really close to the food pantry. Oh, my goodness. And then Valeria said, congratulations, Beth. And she's got some clapping hands and a party hat guy. And Beth said, thanks, Val. And Valeria said, party time. And Beth said, Woohoo! I love that. Valeria already invited herself to the house. I know. She's already putting it out there. <laughs> She's like, let's go. I'm ready for that. the housewarming. Um, so well, this kind of leads me to the next thing. What does marry the house and date the rate mean? So uh, it means if the, if, the, if the house is the house, right? If it's mm -hmm. the one, you just buy that house no matter what. You don't carry what, you don't care what the rates are doing. Right. Right. So, and I actually have philosophy like if the rates are high, it's, it's a great it's time to buy It's probably a good time it. because eventually you could refinance. Yes. You know, if you're, if you're buying a house at a 2% rate, great. Because if you did that, you probably have a ton of equity in your house. Right. But on the flip side, you're you're married to that rate. You're, you're never going to want to get out of that rate. Right. You're never going to want to refi. You're kind of just stuck there. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, anyhow, marry the house means buy the house when you could buy the house. Date the rate means you're not going to have that rate forever. Right. You know, especially these higher rates. When they do drop and they will, mm -hmm. then you refine it and you made even more money. Because not only did you make money up front buying a house that already gained equity, now you're going to refinance and you make even more money monthly. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that information with us. Um, we've had some pretty major things happening in, happening in the real estate industry. Um, do you want to talk about First American Title and the cyber attack that happened? Oh, boy. Jeez. So... Like you know, right before Christmas too. Right before Christmas. So I think First American, and somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, they're the biggest uh, title company in the United States, right. I believe. Um, one of the biggest, if one, anything. If not, for sure, one of the biggest, but I think mm -hmm. they're the biggest. Okay. Right? Like they do the most volume, mm -hmm. right? And they've been probably been around longest. But um, we had one with Fidelity a couple months back, mm -hmm. and then now First American. So I don't know the extent of it because I wasn't really – I only know what I read online. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't really hear about it uh, firsthand. But um, these cyber attacks are getting pretty scary. So what happened for us, because our escrow that we just closed was during this period, mm -hmm. it delayed our close, but we were able to still close. But now our, you know, the funds are just tied up because they got to protect all parties, mainly the seller, right? Mm -hmm. um, and make sure that that whatever cyber criminals are out there that they're out of their system completely before they can go back online. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's delaying cash to sellers, which is scary. And it's upsetting if your seller's selling a house to buy a house, right? Mm -hmm. Because now they need those funds to go buy that next house. Now they're just stuck in limbo and who knows how long. Oh my gosh. They don't have like any ETA as to when the sellers are going to get their money. No, no ETA. I mean, is all. that even legal though? I mean, they're an insurance company, a title insurance company. They don't have like certain measures in in line for things like this. Well, there's already been class action lawsuits filed against Fidelity. Okay. Um, for earlier in the year, uh -huh. and that's that's more related to um, delay of closing. No, not delay of closing. Out. More for uh, whatever information that was leaked out. Oh, right. That so makes sense. we don't know the extent of this yet. So mm -hmm. I, I I don't want to jump the gun and say anything about that, but. This is just one aspect of it are the closings and, the, and getting your your proceeds. I don't you don't know about what information was leaked out or anything like that or if it was at all. Oh my gosh, I hope this gets resolved right away. Our poor seller, he's just sitting there waiting in limbo. Um jeez, that's that's really frustrating. Um well, there's some more comments here and it says uh, Beth is telling Valeria to BYOB girl. For, bring your own beer. Bring your own beer. <laughs> <laughs> for her housewarming. And Valeria said, Jeter said, hi, Corey and Chris. Hi, hi Jeter. Jeter. Oh, he's so cute. It's my little buddy. Yes, I love Jeter. He's the cutest. Well, um, we can definitely not do what we do without our amazing clients. We think of you as family, and we just want to say how grateful we are for another amazing year of real estate with Silver Realty. This year, we sold 27 homes for a total of over $18 million in sales. What an amazing year it's been. Again, I got to reiterate, huge, huge shout out and thank you to our clients. Yes. And friends and family, right? Yes. Um, we can't do it without them. We... That's why we have these appreciation events. We want to say thank you. Mm -hmm. we, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And, you know, um, 
unless you tell your friends and family about us, people don't know who we are. They don't know about us. Right. So like, please continue to do what you do for us. Continue to tell your friends and family about us, your coworkers. Um, if you're happy with our service and I hope you are, cause we put our like blood, sweat and tears and soul into helping you guys get into homes and sell your homes. Absolutely. And if there's anything we can do better, we are always open for suggestions and are always wanting to get better at what we do because we absolutely love this. It's our passion. And it's, it's like we're helping friends and family all the time. Like we just want to see everybody do well and succeed. And how else can you do that without, you know, real estate investments. It's amazing. So thank you so much for trusting us and giving us the opportunity. We appreciate all of you. Well, looking ahead to next week, we have a home inspection this weekend. Woo. I love home inspections. You know, like pick through the house, make sure everything's looking good. I try to pay like, I play like inspector gadget. Like I do that when I look at houses too. Like, oh, did you see this like little leak, this little watermark over here? You're great with that too because you pay attention <laughs> to every little detail. I am so detail oriented when it comes to taking a look at homes. So I'm excited about that. Hopefully everything comes back smooth on the home inspection, which I have a feeling it will because this particular seller is the original owners. And there's something really special about a home that still has the original owner. There's only been one owner on this home. You know, there's like a lot of pride in ownership and they've owned it since like 1988. And to me, that just says a lot. So I'm excited to see how it all goes. For sure. You know, they, they kept uh, good care of it. Yes. Especially if it's been remodeled at any point. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to, they live there full time, right? Sometimes when, when a property is a rental, Mm-hmm. You don't get that same, you know, TLC at, on a house, right? Right, because it's not theirs. So, And they're not seeing it every day. They don't know exactly what's going on. But right. yeah, to buy from original owner is really special. It really is. Um, and then also we have some showings this weekend, right? So yes. you're taking out some buyers, which how exciting for them. Get the year started off let's, right. Let's get it. Let's go. Well, um, Chris has been working with the LA, with LA County and we do have our listing over in North Hollywood, the multi-unit. So we're going to come off the market on that. Okay. And we're going to switch it up. We're going to try to go from a four-unit building mm-hmm. to four townhomes or four condos. So condo conversion. Condo conversion. Mm-hmm. Never done it before. Right. Um, that's what I love about real estate. There's so much to learn. Right. And I let, I let our seller know, like, hey, I've never done this before, but I'll put the work in. Yeah. And she knows I'm going to do it. So she's like, all right, go for it. But um, LA County, boy. Just to talk to Building and Safety about this and to get the ball rolling, the earliest appointment I can get, because it has to be by appointment, is February 5th. Holy guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> and that appointment was made a couple weeks ago, so. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> she doesn't want to keep it on the market until then? Just see? Hold yeah, out? We'll see. We'll see oh, what happens. Oh, my goodness. Um, then we have New Year's Eve coming up. Who has plans for New Year's Eve? I'd love to hear about it. Do you guys like to go out and get dressed up? Or do you like to stay home with your kids? And I don't know if you all did this when you were little, but we had this tradition where my mom would take us outside. We'd bang on pots and pans right on New Year's Eve. (laughs) Did you ever do that? Make all the loud noise, get out all this wildness, and then she'd be like, all right, go to sleep. My, my, <laughs> it's a new year. My grandma don't play that. That's, that's, my, that's my good pad. She wouldn't let me do that. There's no way. There's it's no with way. a wooden spoon. Like, what am I going to do to a pan and a wooden spoon? Like, it was fun. Those were amazing memories that my parents created uh, for us. So that's what you want to do with our kids? I mean, if they want to, sure. I don't mind. They could do it. They'll go nuts. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And um, New Year's Day is on Monday. So do you have any plans for New Year's Day? Probably try to recover from New Year's Eve. And I thought we were going to be- What do you mean dr- recover? Because we're going to stay up late. Just oh. staying up late for me, is it's a, it's like a recovery. If I You're stay up old. till midnight, I'm like, oh man, eight o'clock. I'm like dragging all day. <laughs> I like going to sleep early, waking up early. Like that's the way to do it. It is. It really is. Get started. Well, Beth made some comments here. She said, you sure are. We love you. And- um, I'm not sure what she was talking about with the, uh, that's awesome. Maybe she's talking about, I don't know. I'm not sure. Something's way, awesome. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. It's good things. And, um, unfortunately she's working on new year's Ooh. Eve or new year's day. Oh yeah. Hopefully you're getting paid for that day. 
right? Yeah. She gets paid double over, double time, I think. Hopefully. Oh, she's talking about the conversion, the awesome so we'll is, see. Oh, the conversion, yeah. There's you know, always something exciting and new see, to learn I'm, about. I'm excited about that because when we learn that stuff, we share it with our people, right? right? And that's like another tool in your tool belt to be like, hey, you can be looking for properties like, you know, four units, six units, eight units, and, and here, here would be the steps yeah. of what you need to do to convert them. And that's another way to, to build wealth. Absolutely. Know? So any, any way we can help our, our friends and family and clients, we, we do. Absolutely. Uh, well, Beth said she's getting paid double. So, girl, make that money. Got to right. heat that pool, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, thank you for joining us on our final show of season three of our little podcast. Uh, please join us next week for the first episode of 2024. We cannot wait to see you all there. And that is going to be our show. Thank you again for hanging out with us here on R&R Relationships and Real Estate. Be sure to catch us weekly on Facebook Live or you can watch the show on YouTube and you can listen anytime you want by downloading full episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music. We are your host, Corey and Chris Silva, and we will catch you next week. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Oh, I forgot this. We'll see you in 2024. <laughs> Bye.